0: Thank you, Father. As the worship went on, the two scriptures dropped in my heart. And I just want to share that briefly. Nothing, I'm not teaching or anything. But you know, as believers, we carry such power, such grace, that there is no species on the earth of human beings like us. Now, the problem we have as believers is that, and I say this every time, almost every day, it's my one message. What you carry alters and defines who you are. Is anybody hearing me tonight? What you carry, who you carry, alters who you are, defines who you are, changes who you are. Second Corinthians says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new. He's a new. He's a new. That means that when you became born again, you did not become a better you. You did not become a new. You know how back in the day we had Oma, we had new, improved, do we still do that? There's some new improved things. But back in the day, we still have those, right? But back in the day, we had a new improved. The formula for this is different. The the makeup for this is different. The combination for this is different. The composition of this is different. And we've just updated the recipe a little bit. But it's still jollof fries as you know it. It's still fried as well. we've added it. When you got born again, you did not become a new improved you. born again you died and another you was born are there people in this room yes. so you are not the same Caleb we knew the same Fred we knew the same Crystal we knew but all polished up and all cleaned up no the way you became born again you as you knew yourself to be died and a brand new you came about that's what the phrase means when it says you are born again do we understand that? So you were born before in your natural self um, but your natural self suffers perdition, Is flesh, it cannot please God because the carnal mind is enmity against God, right? So when you became born again, it means that you as you know yourself to be, died. Do you not know that you are crucified with Christ? Do you understand that? So when Christ died, not only did he die for me, I died in him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Not only were my sins crucified to the cross, my life. So Paul says in Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, it's a mystery how I died but I'm alive. Do you understand that? I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless, I live. Let me make it even worse. Yet not I that live but the Christ that lives in me the life I live now I live by faith and the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me so the life that you always knew the Charles that you always were the Nelson that you always were before you came into Christ died are you following me? and the new you is not from Icon. okay there's no people in let me let me try this place. the new you is not from Ugep Album. the new you is not Ibibio Edoma, I- Yoruba that all died yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. is anybody here what I'm saying? Yes, you died, you don't exist anymore the day I got born again was the day I discovered who my real parents were yes, sir. Yes. are you following me? A fresh daddy gave birth to me. You are a new creation, your specimen never existed before. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, if you had issues, if you had addictions, if you had challenges, if you had sicknesses, all of that died. So anything that is plaguing you now is alien and a stranger to your new creation. So you should be uncomfortable and annoyed with anything that contradicts with who you are in Christ. Are you following me? The most wicked thing you can do to yourself as a believer is to say, oh, Sister Becky, you know me now. I didn't come. Is that my sickness? Is that my headache? Hello? Hello? Is that my headache? Is that my stomach pain? You have personalized what is alien to you. You have stamped what knows that it is it has no place in you. But you are new. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Now the scripture I want to share is Romans eight verse nineteen. Actually, let's do from verse eighteen. The screen screen is bad, but that means you can open your Bible or open your phones. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time (laughs) are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Let's read that again. For I I consider, some translations say, I reckon or I adjudge. What other words in other translations? Any other words? You have your Bibles open when well, the more sessions, what other words call them out? So it's translations of Romans 8.18 So you are here, and they ask you, What religion are you? Yeah, Christian, what denomination are you? I mean, Pentecostal, Evangelistic, Charismatic, Catholic, Methodist, Anglican, and we forget that Philippians 3 20, our citizenship is in heaven. So, what defines me now in the new creation is not of this realm. There is no algorithm. There is no survey that can adequately capture who I am as the new creation. The old creation cannot quantify, cannot comprehend who I am so as to judge me. Who can lay a charge against the Lord's elect? Romans 8.33. It is God that justifies. And the problem is we, Hosea 4.6, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So you are who you are in Christ. The enemy is afraid of you, and you are afraid of yourself. So the enemy can come and mess up, mess you up. Open your mouth and speak in tongues. You're not sure how does my tongue sound? My tongue sounds flat. Mm. My tongue is flat. The, the other tongues are in C sharp and E flat. My tongue is in a different key. My tongue is not fast like everybody else my tongue doesn't have so many syllables i'm talking for some people here be honest with yourself some people are speaking in tongues you be like like my father like my political father and then i'll be like my own tongues is primary robo, 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 robo. and so you feel all of a sudden that there's no power from your own tongues Talk to me now, and so you are filled with the Holy Ghost, but you have shut your mouth because you have judged the working of the Holy Spirit by how you think He works in another. Amen. And you don't even realize that sometimes people who are speaking the loudest tongues sometimes are operating by a familiar spirits. Yes. Stay in church long enough, sir, you will learn the tongues. You will pick either your house fellowship leaders' tongues, you will pick your cell leaders' tongues you pick your foundational school leader's tongues. If you hang around your pastor long enough, you find that you're speaking the exact same tongues as your pastor. You are not filled with the Holy Ghost. You are filled with your pastor. Because if you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you don't even have a tongue because it's not your tongue. It is his tongue so whatever language in whatever frequency at whatever time at whatever speed for whatever duration for whatever reason that he deems fit to pray the mind of the father through you he gives it expression it's not your business open your mouth and speak it was for freedom Galatians 5 1 that God set us free therefore do not be entangled again with such a yoke of slavery you are the one God has freed you you are the one binding yourself Will now come and be praying to God, deliver me. God, help me. And God says, I ain't got no business with you. You're free. You bound yourself because you don't know who you are. The prodigal son. I love him. The story of what you call the prodigal son. The prodigal son is the correct son. The son that stayed at home is the real prodigal son. Go and read your Bible. The guy understood the concept of sonship. Help me, Holy Spirit. He understood the concept of what? Sonship. I know that because Hebrew says that where there is a testament, where there is a will, I told you last week, there must be of necessity to be a testator and the testator has to die because the will is not in force until the testator dies. Right? So at least we understand that. So a will doesn't come into effect until the person that willed it dies. But the prodigal son understands that whatever is my father's is mine. So he said, come, daddy, the way you are looking, you jog in the morning, you jog in the afternoon, you jog in the evening, you eat your fruits and vegetables five times a day. You don't eat red meat, you know. You are not dying anytime soon. So that will business, just forget it. Divide all your property now into two. Let me take what is mine and let me go. Now, the father did not could not say no because what the son asked for was his he had the right to ask of it do you understand what I'm saying it's getting deep in here tonight so you're a son of God you have sonship as a right do you understand what I'm saying so the prodigal son's father could not refuse him what he asked he divided his things in two and the young one took all his things, cleared his account, loaded up all the cars, and left town. Went to Dubai. I mean, that's the equivalent of, in his day of where he would have gone. Yeah? Went to Dubai. Yeah, there, there are hotels in Dubai that cost $5,000 a night. And those are the cheap hotels. Yeah? $5,000 a night. That's like $1.5 for one night you pay for your drinks you pay for your food you know do you understand that does not include your ticket from Nigeria to Dubai and back Yeah, <laughs> so the guy went to live the high life you know went away and in a short while he blew everything that he had and went back to the bottom of the ladder he ends up finding some guy that runs a pig farm and offers to serve as a pig nanny so that he can get access to the pig's food. Now, let me show you the significance of this scripture. Some of you do not know this. In the days of the old covenant, right? In the days of the law, one of the most desecrating, sacrilegious things you could ever do is toy around pigs. God banned, that's why Muslims still today don't eat pork is based on the law of Moses. So they were not supposed to touch pigs, hang around them, or do anything with them. So for a Jew, to volunteer, to look after pigs, that tells you how bad his condition was. Are you following me? To the point of wanting to eat what the pigs ate. Have you seen what pigs eat? if you see what i I personally don't like pork not because there's no grace. so you know you can eat anything now hello in the new covenant you can eat cats you can eat leopard you can eat rats you can eat lizard you can eat cockroach you can anything you want to eat you can eat romans 14 gives us the law of liberty The only clause is if eating that thing will cause someone else who is weak in faith to stumble. Do you understand? In other words, for instance, a Muslim girl just got born again and then I invite him to my house and then I put a big pork. You know this big pork? You put roasted pork on on the table. Boom! Brother, you are free. You are no longer under the law. Eat pork. And the guy begins to sweat because for 40 years of his life, He has not eaten pork. If he decides to leave the table and turn his back on Jesus, you are responsible. That's what that scripture means. doesn't mean that eating pork in itself or anything else is wrong. This will just help somebody right now. First Corinthians 8 talks about food given to idols. You can eat food given to idols if your faith can handle it. So if you decide not to eat to God, be the glory. If you decide to eat to God, be the glory. All in all, God gets the glory. I love what Jesus did for me. You don't understand. One lifetime is not enough to bring out all that Jesus did. Why should I be wasting time wondering what you think? When my whole life, even if I live 200 years, is not enough to enjoy the fullness of the benefit of the cross? Leave me alone to enjoy it. Stay there. It's fine. Live a miserable life. It's okay. Put boundaries for yourself that Christ no longer puts for you. That is your problem. But it was for freedom that Christ set us free. And my name is Alexander Victor and I determined to live free. I know I'm alone. It's okay. It's, it's fine. It's okay. Because I know who God says I am. you like the real prodigal son was there at home the, the prodigal son that you preach against carried his belongings and left smoked it all up began to eat with the pigs day one day two day three day five day ten and he goes wait a second i know who god says i am what he says i am where he says i'm at I'm, and even in my father's house man even the slaves don't eat this trash so you know what I'm going to go back to my father's house introduce myself as a slave because I know I'm better off as a slave in the same house even with no inheritance than I am in this place he gets up and begins to journey home stay with me he's getting home and the father says as he approaches his father lifted up his eyes from afar off and saw him number one the father was expecting him for every day that that boy was not home the father would open his window and his eyes on the road because he knew that the boy's place was still home he left with possessions but his birthright was still here that's what God meant in Genesis 3 Jesus Christ when he asked Adam where, where, where are you why did you move Because you fell. God did not expect man to move because he fell. Because the restoration for his fall is in God. God, Ah, ah. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? God was not asking where are you because God did not know where man was. But because you fell, it's okay. But stay where I put you. Stay in your nest where I put you. Stay in your unwanted pregnancy where I put you. Stay with your addiction where I put you. Stay with masturbation where I put you. Stay with cancer where I put you. I will find you where I put you and I will fix you. Where are you? I hid because I was naked. So what? Who even told you that you are naked? What do you understand about being naked? And the people fall in church and we throw them away like they didn't matter. We shoot our wounded soldiers. We kill them. We throw them away. And God is saying, stay here. That's where I put you. Your mess doesn't make you less a son. I'm speaking to somebody in this place. Your mess doesn't make you less a daughter. Before God, somebody who is a physical virgin and somebody who has had 20 abortions, who is born again, there's no difference. Don't let culture deceive you. I'm not advocating iniquity. I'm saying that there's nothing that is greater than what the cross did. When you fall, that is when you should run to God, not run away from him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? your fall doesn't remove your salvation you are perfected you are just being sanctified Jesus Romans chapter 10 for by one sacrifice he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified so you are perfect but you are still work in progress God knows it You will never be perfect until we see him. For when we see him, we shall become as he is. There's a level of our becoming that will not be complete until we see him. And our seeing him is not contingent on our mess. (laughs) Stay here. Where are you? Come here. And I'm moved. And so the prodigal son's father is there. And he's looking because he knows that in spite of his mess, his place is home. Are you following me? In spite of his mistakes, his place is home. In spite of the fact that he wanted me to die before my time, his place is home. In spite of the fact that he took half of what was mine and he left and he squandered, his place is home. And whenever he chooses to come home, his place is here. No other person can take his place. So before the son even realized that he had a welcome waiting for him, his father had seen him. Yeah. come unto me therefore all you that are weary labor and heavy laden and I will give you rest take my yoke upon me and, and learn of me for my yoke is easy and my burden is light and you will find rest for your souls that is the disposition of the father that is the position of you as a son that is his disposition and that is your position are you following me that is his disposition that's how he sees you that's why he's placed you and therefore that is your possession so he comes home the father runs out to meet him coming fresh from the pigsty that means your mess doesn't take God on your mess doesn't put God off we may sit you at the back of the church no problem but God doesn't sit you in the back of life because you oh ah, Jesus Christ he doesn't love you any less because you fail. he doesn't love you any less waiting. He's waiting. So he he says put a a ring on his finger signifying authority. Put a robe over him. For my son who was dead is now alive. Who was lost is now found. And they're playing music and making merry and kill the fatted calf. In, in, In those days they always kept a particular animal in the back for when they had an august visitor unexpected. Do you understand? So the Bible says fatted calf, that's what it means. There was always a goat, a kid, or something that was always kept in the corner in case they had a large, unexpected guest. They can kill that fatted calf. So they were always feeding the cow to kill it. That's what it means by fatted calf or fatted kid. They, they fatten it. They, 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 I, I, I hear Calabar used to have fattening rooms back in the day. I read it from the history of, of, of Calabar here. Where a lady about to get married, they take her to a fattening room and they fatten and freshen her up. They did that to animals first you forgive me I love you too all the women just revolted they were like okay Pop, we'll wait for you at the door close this meeting we'll wait for you outside we'll block you outside and I know I've just put myself in trouble but, but it's scripture <laughs> it's scripture no? scripture so they kill the fat of the calf and then the so called self righteous nose up of a senior brother because he's the real prodigal son he didn't know who he was he was worse than a servant read the bible very carefully he now comes ah, ah, what is all this music that I hear they say ah it's your brother even us we don't understand no, we just came, the father said put him cloth, put him ring, do throw party for him, you know, Lagbaja like is playing, you know, when he finished whiskey and the others come and do their own. We don't know where, how your father just brought out all this money to first of all, the fact that the father could afford a party means that the father did not diminish because the son left with what he had. It yeah. did not shake him listen to me and I hope you catch this the inheritance is not the possession, the inheritance is the position it is the position that is the inheritance and not the possession the inheritance is not the possession it is the position and that position is as informed by God's disposition concerning you that disposition doesn't change. Hey, you know, if his father you, I don't know how he doesn't afford anything. And he's just throwing a party and everybody, and, and your brother, and the brother got offended. He had the nonsense that came out of his mouth. He went to his father and said, Daddy, you mean you can do this to me? I've been here all, your li- all my life. I've been serving you. I'm quoting scripture. I've been serving you all my life. You have never looked at me and said, take a baby goat and go and eat with your friend. Because what he said was a kid, and a kid is a baby goat. He said, You have never told me to take a baby goat and go and kill and make merry. How stupid. You know why I say how stupid? Because here what the father responded and said to him. He said, Son, what's wrong with you? All that I have is yours. Please tell me who is the re-prodigal? And some of you are sitting down here like that waiting for God to feed you a baby goat. Waiting for God to, to tell you, okay, come and take your miracle. For God to tell you, come, let me let me break through for you. For God to tell you, come, let me give you a job. For God to tell you, come now, are you sick? Oh, yeah, come, let me heal you. Okay, you need anointing. Hey, yeah, come, let me. No, but God, have I not been serving you for 20 years? Have I not been in the choir for 15 years? God, have I not been paying my tithe faithfully? Have I not been going for evangelism? You said that he that wins a it, soul is wise. I, I've, I've been saving souls. You are, you are the prodigal son. Because what God is saying to you is, all I have is yours. So he knew not who he was, position. He knew not whose he was, disposition. and so when this boy came back he came back into all that the father had because what he had in the father did not reduce by what he took from the father oh Jesus help me are you following what I'm saying what he had in the father was not reduced by what he took from the father so his inheritance was not what he took but in whose he was As long as he was a son, what was his father's? Was his. All of it. Even what you took. The father said, I will generate more. Uh And the more I'm generating is still yours. Take it, spend it. I will generate more. Because the source is inexhaustible. You can't exhaust the source the problem comes where the source dries up you can't exhaust the source so why are you afraid of taking why are you afraid of being sitting down there asking for a baby goat they just killed the that of can car for somebody who was messed up by human standards by self righteousness by the righteousness of the world the elder brother was sinless yeah. are you following me yeah. Because as far as sins of the flesh went, he had none. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's no righteousness from the law. Because Paul says, now a righteousness apart from the law is now revealed. So righteousness that that benefits us is not righteousness that comes from the law. Even if you could keep all the law, it cannot make you righteous. Because law was not designed to bring forth righteousness. Was designed to keep you in jail until faith will come for those that believe. God. Do you understand? Designed to keep us in jail, so you, there would have been no parole from righteousness. You know? Oh my God! Do you know what parole means? Yeah, escape or release for good behavior. The law would not not have set you free until Christ came to redeem us from the curse of the law. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus who walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. So he didn't know whose he was, and then all I have is yours. He told the Corinthian church, right? It was the Corinthian church when he says, All things are yours, right? Why are you fighting? All things are yours. You have an anointing from the Holy One, first John 2, and you know all things. Know known the mind of God that he might instruct him. But, but we have the mind of Christ. He uh, has not heard. Eyes have not seen. Neither has it entered into the mind of man. What God has prepared for them that love him. But he has revealed them to us by his spirit. For, 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 for he, the spirit knows such is the deep things. Yet the deep things of God. So what is your position? What do you know about his disposition towards you? Ephesians 1, 3. Holy Spirit, help me. Is this helping anybody? Now I'm blessed with the God of our Father, Jesus, and Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us? With, I showed you last, last week. Yeah? Yeah, last week. Who have blessed us? Not who will bless us. Who is thinking of blessing us? Who is waiting to see how faithful you are in church before he blesses you? Who is, listen, we don't give to be blessed. We give because we are blessed you following me? No. I told the guys, uh, a choir I'm having a time with, I'm doing some worship training with, I told them we don't pray for victory, we pray from victory. Mm. And thanks be to God, thanks be to God, Second Corinthians 2, 14, who cause, always causes us to triumph. Other translations say, who always leads us in triumph, always means there are no exceptions. If the fight is continuing is because I have not yet won. Looking like I'm suffering is because victory is ahead, because the end of the matter is I won. Not I win. Oh Jesus. The end of what I am going through now is that I won. Not that I will win. Before Holy Spirit is, is, is are you catching this thing? is because I won that God sent it my way. (laughs) Because he knows the end from the beginning. He's alpha and omega. So he went to the omega of my life, knows that this one, you can win it. I have given you the victory, so come and go through it. You are going through it because he knows that you won. You can't dare give up. You're not even fighting, you're just going through the time factor of the t- trial for which you have eternal victory. You are just going through the time factor of the trial for which in eternity you already had the victory the victory is in eternity but we live in time for that eternal victory to be manifest in time we have to go through the time process we are not fighting or we are going through it we are just paying the price in time for the prize from eternity yeah. do you understand that? we are paying the price P-R-I-C-E in time in order to activate the prize from eternity so we are going through what we are going through because the end is we won because we know who God says we are Romans 8 that's scripture finally eh? 19 for creation yeah so let's, let's go there 18 for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us can we all read it up together? If you have your Bibles, read it with yourself in it. Say, for I consider that the, the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in me. So the glory coming is greater than the pain being. Jesus are you following me the glory coming is greater than the pain being at present for the suffering of this present is nothing to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in me verse 19 for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly other translations say earnestly awaits or expects the manifestation the revealing of those who know their position and his disposition those that is the definition of sonship one who knows his position and the father's disposition If you had a childhood where you are afraid to ask your father for stuff you had a bad childhood yeah. we, we, we sympathize with you we thank God for bringing you through such a dark moment of your life and we pray that the glory of your latter house we pray that every year the kanker worm, the kapama worm, the locust, and the caterpillar have stolen the Lord will repay yeah take heart be encouraged be strong in the Lord and in the power if you had a childhood where you were afraid to ask your father for stuff you had a terrible childhood because your childhood should have been that even what you're asking for is stupid you have the the authority to go and ask your father for stuff talk to me now your father would know that you, you, you are just asking out of ignorance. You can't handle this. Did anybody have that kind of experience? Yeah, you just know. So even if what you're asking for is stupid. Because Jesus says to them, he said, if you who are wicked know how to give good gifts to your children how much more your heavenly father if Romans 8 if God did not spare Jesus but give him to us will he not along with him freely give us all things second to Peter Peter 1 verse 3 for we know that his divine power has given us all that we need for life and godliness according to his knowledge of and glory of him who has called us of his own glory and goodness his divine power not will give you has given you that is his disposition therefore that is your position Ephesians 1 Christ is sat God, God give a name a higher name but a dimension of the name of Jesus every name shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he's is Lord to the glory of God the Father and whereby God highly exalted Jesus that he gave him that name and so he sat him with the Father far above principalities and powers Ephesians 2 now you are sat with Christ so where is your position with Christ in Christ with Christ, so creation is waiting eagerly. Some translations say for creation earnestly groaned with as with birth pangs. Yes. Yes. Creation is groaning and saying, When will part Fred manifest? Do you understand what I'm saying? There is a portion of the earth that is incomplete until you come forth. Do you understand? The world is not complete without you. Are you following me? Are you following me? Creation is waiting and groaning for you. And you. And you. Everybody has a slot in the agenda of God for creation. Are you following me? Oh, I was not planned. So, what? Whether your parents were married before they gave birth to you, whether you were married out, you got pregnant for you out of wedlock, whether they mixed you with another egg in a, in a test tube, and then they planted you by IVS to come forth. It doesn't matter how you came, God just needed you to come. Hello. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Even if you came as a result of rape, God just, it was the perfect time for this sperma that will produce you to be released. Yeah. Did you hear what I just said? Yes. A day earlier, a year later, it would have been another seed, but not you. That would have been another seed. Your mother would have had a child but that child would not have been you. Do you understand what I just said? So they would have named the child Caleb. They would have named the child Faith, but it would have been a different one because you'd have missed your slot. Hello? So God orchestrated events, put together spiritual algorithms, calculated the seasons and times, and says, you know what? Now is the time for the seed to come forth that will really be the Daniel on my heart. Not the Daniel on his father's heart. Okay, it's getting too deep for some people now. And so you came in to occupy a slot in time that nobody else can fill. Did you hear what I said? If you don't do what you are called to do, how you are called to do it, somebody else will do something, but it will not be what you were supposed to do. Jesus. He had called three servants. He was going to a far country. He gave one five talents. He gave another two talents. He gave another one talent. Of course we know five is greater than two. And we know two is greater than one. We do not know why he gave them different quantities of talents, different dimensions of gifts, different quantities of anointings, different measures of grace, same instruction, do business till I come. That's the translation of that phrase, occupy till I come. Do business, engage, transact with the system. Turn it around till I come. You've got five, five is good enough. You've got two, two is good enough. You've got one, one is good enough. Five produced five, two produce two. That means seven produced 14. But God still had a problem with the one that didn't produce anything. And the funny thing is the one that didn't produce anything, didn't lose it. He just didn't use it. <laughs> he didn't lose it. But he did not use it. So it tells us that God was not so much interested in profit as he was interested in productivity. Jesus. Jesus, I, I, I wish there were Christians in this room I guess, I guess. it was not about profit it was not bring 10, bring 20, bring it was just use it, put it to use it wasn't so much profit as it was productivity do something with it, engage with it, God would not have had a problem if that guy had failed do you hear what I said? God would not have had a problem if the guy had failed God had a problem because the guy did not engage, did not use it. So creation is waiting. You found it right there. Look, nineteen. Occupy till I come. Do business like I come and so Christian is waiting for you and, you, and you're gifted you write and, 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 and I'm not saying that last week we talked about how the anointing calls you into process so you're, you're, you're gifted and you write stuff and you're good with hair you can do stuff and you're there and you, and you sing and you, you pray in the spirit and you know you're, you're, you're born again and feel the Holy Ghost you have word of knowledge you know God is speaking to you and then you're afraid to say what God is saying you know that you can sing and you don't realize that it is in the using that God multiplies grace for destiny is not released in your idle state. Grace for destiny is released in motion. You have to have started something. God tells our father of faith, Genesis twelve: Get out of your father's house, get out of your kindred, and come to a land that I will show you. Christianity now is: God, we are waiting for God to show us where He's taking us, and then we will come. Hello? Hello? But creation is waiting for you to manifest. So listen to me everyone as we close. All this worship we come and do. All the singing and dancing. All the manifestations of the spirit of God. All the flow of grace in the room. Is nothing. If you don't manifest your sonship in the earth. Did you hear what I said? All your worship and shouting and making noise is totally futile if by the end of it you have not manifested creation cannot testify that you were around Let's hold for a second did you hear what I said if creation cannot testify that you were on the earth you who is outside is that, is that here on this floor That noise if creation cannot testify that you were here Then your life on earth was wasted. You spent it waiting for father to give you a baby goat. When all things are yours. When all that he has is yours. When all that he is is yours. You are no ordinary being. Hearing what I'm saying, you're no ordinary being, you're unique, you're fearfully some 139 and wonderfully made, and God is waiting for you to manifest, start and fail, start and fail. The righteous may fall seven times. So your righteousness is not hampered by your fall. Yeah, start manifest your sonship start get up get going oh i want to start a business i want to start it now god is telling you that eyes have not seen ears have not heard neither has you come hey official 3 now to him who's able to do excellently above all you could ever ask or imagine so imagine it and god can do it yes, sir. Yeah. because you are a son so please you would be an embarrassment to eternity to live here tonight from this room and remain in the same position you have put yourself in. You hear what I said? Yes. you have be an embarrassment. You can't go to God. You would have no right. You have no standing after tonight to go to God and be begging for something. The region has come in again. <laughs> because you know who you are. You know what you have. And you know thirdly that creation is waiting for you to manifest. That little thing, there's a way you can cook Afang soup that nobody else can. Destiny can be locked up in that. Forget your biochemistry degree. Let's close. I haven't finished. Does <laughs> anybody catch anything? Listen, I'm only closing because according to our time, it's 8.30 that we close at more sessions. I have no release in my spirit to close. I haven't finished. I, I don't have a message, right? I just, It was just one scripture that dropped. I haven't finished but it's, it's so strong on my heart somebody's destiny is tied to this somebody's destiny is tied to this if somebody will take this word and run with it that's all the word you ever need to step into destiny for the rest of your life and I, I, I wish oh Jesus I wish somebody will take this thing and run with it that creation is waiting for you to manifest are you following me here are you following me manifest so, and we sit here and we're praying to God for stuff you can make moi, moi. There is a recipe your grandmother gave you that nobody knows. Everybody tells you when they eat your moimoy. There is something different about your moy, And you are still praying for breakthrough. You are a prodigal son. When you are laughing, but I'm delivering you the keys that you need to possess your place in the earth. I told you I'm not done with this. I told you I'm not done. I'm not done with this. And God's people are suffering and grumbling and crying under the weight of affliction and infirmity that God did not put you on. do put you. And you are sitting down there. You can do stuff that's different. And you're waiting for somebody to endorse you first. You're waiting until you get one million naira. Inside your one million naira dream, listen to me somebody. Oh Jesus, I am not done with this. Inside your one million naira dream, there is a five thousand naira step you can take doesn't have to be the first step your first step might need 200 the problem we make is that we're thinking that the first step has to be affordable if the first step is not affordable skip it go to step 10 step 10 will walk its way back to step one do you hear what i said there is oh jesus christ i have bought adapters before is there an adapter here i us before. You know adapter where you connect your phone to make the small jack a big jack? I've bought adapters before for 7 pounds waiting for a 3,000 pound equipment to come and meet a 7 pound adapter. I looked in my account and I had 7 pound 99. I'm thinking, but this money is not my money. This is money stream money. This is good money. And you're thinking the 7 is only 7 pounds. It cannot do much. No, but it can do something. Because when I buy the 3,000 pound equipment, I need this adapter to connect it to it. So I can't buy the, the mixer but I can buy the adapter and I bought 10 for seven pounds 99. Kept them there. My wife was looking at me like, also, are you crazy? Are you mad? We're going to church day in and day out, day in and day out, and we are not changing. I know somebody's tired of standing now, but if you are tired of your life, you will not be tired of standing now. If you are tired of where you are in your life, you will be tired of standing now there's one thing you can take one thing you can do what are you good at what can you be good at that is what God every good and perfect gift coming from above from the father of light in whom there's no variableness or shadow of turning take what you have and do business with it engage with it start now tell your neighbor start now go to three people tell them start now start now start now, start now. tell them creation is waiting for you creation creation is waiting for you creation is waiting. Creation is waiting for you. Start, start now. Start now. Start now. Start now. Creation is waiting for you. Creation. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening, and we hope it has been a blessing to you. For inquiries and further information, please send us an email to info at the or visit our social media platforms.